0: The White House Foreign Affairs Officer walks into the Oval Office and says to Mr. Biden, Mr. President, eight Brazilians were killed in Mexico today. The President is real quiet. Mr. President, did you hear me? Now, how many is a Brazilian again? The President asks. Thank you for tuning into American Dispatches. This is the news entertainment podcast that provides you a snapshot of the most impactful stories from home and abroad. While others give you drama and clickbait, we cover the real stories worth actually caring about. I'm your host, Vic. I've traveled 105 countries, hold a BA in international relations, an MBA, been a contributor to Soldier of Fortune magazine. Now, all of this was in the pursuit of knowledge and American stories worth telling. Today, we're going to give you the top five news stories in five minutes. Let's get to it. Myanmar opposition announces new unity government comprised of groups aimed at creating a quote federal democracy as the nation barrels towards a full fledged civil war. The committee representing Myanmar's dismissed parliament has announced the government move, which includes former lawmakers, members of ethnic groups, and figures of the anti coup protests. They're putting in charge is acting Vice President Man Wing Kong Tan. He was appointed the interim prime minister, and he is also being made as the representative to the United Nations. This is as the country has over 800 civilian deaths to date since protests began after the military coup not long ago. Meanwhile in America, any unity that once existed between BLM and Antifa has now begun to splinter, as Antifa leaders are apparently jealous of BLM co-founder's purchase of several multi-million dollar homes. A clear bourgeoisie move for someone who considers herself a, quote, trained Marxist. Exiled Chinese gynecologist claims she carried out up to 80 forced sterilizations on Uyghur women a day. This is in a recent interview in Turkish media where the gynecologist Dr. Gulgan, who's 47, gave vivid accounts of the forced sterilization programs carried out in uh, Xinjiang province, that's western China where most Uyghurs live. Apparently, the sterilization programs were originally put in place under the one China policy back in 1980, but they actually escalated for Yeager women in that province in 2014. Now, although meant to show the inhumane treatment of Yeager women, the finding led some radical Bay Area abortion clinics to put in a request to lawmakers that we try to implement a similar policy in the U.S., to which Dr. Genging said, quote, I-, I think you missed the point. In a move that could become an emerging trend internationally, New Zealand looks to completely ban tobacco sales. This is under the country's new smoke-free 2025 action plan. They're looking at ways to feasibly phase out tobacco usage in the next four years. The way they're going to be doing this, one of the steps is to ban any cigarette sales uh, or tobacco products of any kind. Anybody with an ID saying they were born after 2004. Critics warn that this could lead to a black market economy, much like an illicit drug trade. Many governments are watching this internationally to see if a trend may develop in Europe and elsewhere, as some libertarian groups in America are concerned that this government overreach could expand beyond tobacco use to governments phasing out other things such as guns and even fast food as well, to which every good old boy in America responded, first our guns, now our hamburgers. You're crossing a line, buddy. A dangerous line major court ruling in Canada says asylum seekers to be returned to the U.S. This is seen as a setback for some refugee advocacy groups that were appealing to the Canadian government. Apparently there was some refugees who decided that after settling in America they wanted to move to Canada. The Canadian court found that this upheld the safe Third Country Agreement, or STCA, amid arguments that the United States cannot be considered, quote, a safe country for asylum see- seekers, under the STCA, an asylum seeker who first lands in what is considered a safe country cannot then essentially move around just for their own for their own preference to seek asylum. In essence, it was a way to curb, quote, asylum shopping, to which some refugees responded, asylum shopping? No, we were just asylum browsing. Iran raises its Iranian enrichment to 60%, its highest recorded level, ahead of high-level nuclear talks in Vienna. That's after a top official and Iranian media said only a few grams an hour of uranium gas would be enriched above the 60% purity. Now, that is triple the level it once had, but still far lower than the 90% rate necessary for weapons-grade uranium. Now, this might be seen as an attempt to reassert themselves just weeks after Is an Israeli cyber-attack crippled the Natanz facility. Now, after Iranian media bragged about this step, reaching this milestone led every other nuclear power to give Iran a participation trophy and a pat on the back, reminding them that 60% isn't enough to pass a test, but it's nice that you tried. That's all we have for today, folks. As always, the world is an exciting badass place. Stay informed, you can do so by tuning in here on Apple or the Google Play Store. Until next time, Vaya con Dios, America.